When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my dog, Kate. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to really imitate Terry from Reno 911 on that. That's a shout out to like, if you know Reno 911, you know Terry, you know Nick Swardson. That was a call out to that. Carrying on. Every week, Kate and I break down a show from the TLC Network. The name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover for the next episode by spinning our gorgeous Wheel of Shame, which has only the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying Good evening. Bonsoir. Kate Marie. How are you? <laughs> good evening. Hello. I'm good. How's it going in Cali? I'm on the wine. I'm on the wine. <laughs> Guys, I really usually am this flamboyant and eccentric and engaging personality, but Trader Joe's Cabernet Sauvignon definitely helps me out. Um, I'm well, <laughs> Kate. I discovered something tonight. That needs okay. to be some attention needs to be drawn to it. So, guys, if you have any any advice for me, please let me know. So, you know, my garden is like my sanctuary. So, the 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 nights draw in late here. So, I go out and it's been actually hot the past couple of days. So, I've been out watering and trying to get my garden looking pretty for summer and having people over and stuff. So, I go over and I'm watering and something catches my eye, and I look up onto my roof. Okay. I should get back. I have a little house and my bedroom has very, very, very high vaulted ceilings, as you know, Kate. Mm-hmm. And so on that, during the night, I hear the pitter-patter of all the animals, which makes me so happy. We have some raccoons that live around. Um, we have some squirrels that I've named um Henrietta and her husband. Like there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of animals around here that I'm very friendly with. Um, so we see the raccoons. I've had friends stay over and they've heard actually Kate you may I think you may have heard the raccoons as well I did I I got this speech if you if you hear some noises it's just the critters the animals around and still around exploring yeah and um so at night I definitely hear my ceiling and the past like night or so I heard like someone on my roof or something on my roof but it was much more intense. It felt like pulling at the roof or doing something, right? So sure, it could have been someone trying to break in. But, you know, with all the dateline I watched, I went fast asleep. <laughs> like, I was fine. So I'm in the garden this evening and I look up. Hey, 
raccoons have fucking ripped off a ton of the shingles on my roof. My roof half like I shit you not I was like sorry what like it was like a daze I looked and I was like something's different my beautiful gorgeous like manicured roof with the shingles perfectly in line they've been like ripped off all around my chimney below it there there's like a part that's been elevated because their little baby beautiful claws have got underneath and like ripped the shingles up why (laughs) why I am I have no clue what to do I obviously we treat them with love, respect, and kindness. Um, if anybody has any idea how to get rid or deter uh raccoons humanely, can you please let me know? Because they're literally destroying my entire roof. I I like to imagine that they're building their own little raccoon house in the oh. in the forest. They're like oh we're, they're sourcing the shingles from your. House. You know what? That would be so beautiful and so wonderful. And if they would like to do that, you know, we can we can chat about it. But that's a conversation. Um, my roof is. I, I honestly was just like, oh shit. Yeah. So, guys, Ooh. any advice on what to do with the raccoons? Please uh, let me know. Um. I do have another piece of information for you and I'm trying to Google it right now because I always turn my phone off when we're on the potty. Um, I saw a um, headline, Kate, that I need to chat with you about. Um, Let me see. Back garden. This is kind of to do with gardens as well. Um, Camera. Okay. I saw on many reputable websites and news, news stations that there has been the Las Vegas police have set up cameras in a house because the family have called the 911 so many times to report alien invasion. Oh. Okay. All right. I need to, this is like seriously, guys, you can Google this. It's all on like CNN, BBC. You should go and see it. They had said that stuff is, they have cameras and stuff is falling from the sky. Their cameras have caught it, and they believe that these UFOs are coming in the back lot of their garden. Las Vegas Metro Police set up cameras in the yard of a family who called 911 to report an alien sighting. The department confirmed to eight news investigators, blah, blah, blah. Um, police officers' body camera video recorded as something streaked low across the sky Several people across Eastern California, Nevada, and Utah also reported seeing the flash. About 40 minutes later, a young man called 911 saying he and his family saw something fall from the sky as they were moving things into their backyard. There's, quote, there's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one is inside, and it has big eyes looking at us. It's still there, the caller told a dispatcher around 12.30 a.m. on the 1st of May. They're like 8 foot, 9 foot, 10 foot. They look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Like, I can't explain it. And a big mouth. They're shiny eyes and they're human. But they're 100% not human. Oh, goosebumps. They have police reports. They have set up videos. The police have set up videos in the back garden of this person's house because they saw aliens. I haven't heard a single thing about this. That is... Okay. Stuff's coming. Like, when we thought the worst of it was, like, TLC shows, we have no idea what is coming for humanity. In a hundred years, there's going to be... I'm pregnant with an alien baby, and I... And normal. I didn't know it on TLC. Just normal. So, guys, go and look at that because it's happening in real time. And I keep seeing these articles come out. And this guy is on the I've heard it. And he's like, there's something in front. I can see it. It's in front of me. Uh-uh. Mm, no, thank you. So we're dealing with <sighs> raccoons. We're dealing with aliens. Kate, what they, else, what's they, been going on with you? They wish they were dealing with raccoons. Mm. Um. Nothing that exciting, I would have to say. I mean, it's, yeah. Have you been playing pickleball? Did you go and play pickleball this weekend? Oh, I have been playing pickleball. Yes. I played on Friday and I'm getting 
pretty good. I think I might start to learn the rules soon. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, because I've been so adamantly against it for, by the way, no apparent reason, but I'm just a tennis snob and I used to play tennis a lot and I love tennis. Um, and I need to get my fitness levels back to play. I can still like hit a ball, but I'm like, you, you know, I want to not blow out my knee doing it. Um, and as you get elder, you need to be careful of those, you know, um, horizontal falls and things like that. Um, but all those actions, but, um, pickleball is, I just don't get it. And I don't like the name. I'm very adverse to the name. The name, the name is not cute. And all of that. I get that. The name, it doesn't sound cool to say. It's not amenable. I'm going to, I'm Mm. going to play pickleball, but it's, it's like diet tennis, basically. Mm. It's, it's tennis light. And that's why I like it because my fitness level is not at the, you know, I can't, I can't play tennis right now, but I can play pickleball. But are you And you're much closer to the net, right? Yes. So as we learned, if you watch Real Housewives of Orange County, when they went to play pickleball, he said, you play in the front part of the court called the kitchen. And so you're not, and I was playing right up at the net with my boyfriend and I was, so it's like, like ping pong. I know. I was right up by the net and he's like, you need to go back a little bit more. <laughs> and I was like, like give oh. me some space, dude. <laughs> well, I was scared that I wouldn't be able to get it a- across if I went further back. And then I yeah. did. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is actually much easier. <laughs> but and what are the yeah, rackets not- like? They're not like tennis rackets, right? No, they're no, smaller. they're they're smaller and it's it's not a net uh, or a weave. It's it's yeah. just a solid I don't like know, a paddle. Plastic. It's a paddle. It's a big paddle. I mean, it is kind of like ping pong. It's like a big ping pong to some degree. Yeah, it's in between ping pong and tennis. And it the balls are sort of like a waffle ball. Interesting. Well, we'll carry on with your journey with that. I would just like to name it something differently because when the the pickle of it makes me think of like a sour smelling juice that a pickle's in yeah i don't like that it needs a rebrand it does need a let's get bethany franklin yeah we need her in figure out what to call skinny Skinny ball ball would be perfect (laughs) let's go play skinny ball skinny ball there we go we're gonna call it skinny ball kate why don't you lead us into i think i said you the um synopsis of what this show that the wheel of shame chose for us last week is all about yes Okay, so last week, the show that we got from the Wheel of Shame is called Germophobia. Mm. It's not free. We found out. I thought it was streaming for free on Amazon Prime. But you can you can buy it or rent it for, I think, like 50 cents if you get the non HD version. So I spent 50 cents to watch (gasps) this. I spent $2.99. Well, maybe I got it on a sale. I don't know what happened. Or maybe I had credit. I don't know. So it's, yeah, you might have to spend a dollar or two, but, um, anyways, this is how it's described washing hands 80 times a day, wrapping Mm. car seats in plastic, making guests wear hazmat suits and roasting in a hot sauna to kill bacteria before sex are just some of the ways Brian, Keishas and Tony navigate life with their germophobia. Okay. Beautifully read, by the way, I'd like to say that. Thank you. From one voice actor to another voice actor. Game recognized um, game. Hugely successful voice actor to another voice actor. Um, guys, once again, I spent $2.99 on this. And I will be claiming that back in my taxes. Um, so there were... <laughs> my first notes, Kate, because we're going to go into... We have Ke- Is it Keishas? Is that how you pronounce it? Keishas? Keishas? I think. Sorry searched. to them. Yeah. Yeah. We've got Keishas, we've got Brian, and we have Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, you see this, this is a one-off docu. They decided not to move this into a series. And I'm sure TLC is a ton of germ series, but I will say it's because I, my first line of this, of my notes, all of these people have serious mental illnesses. Right. And this is like la 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 pop up facts. Like it's like when MTV. I remember first coming to America, VH1 or MTV would have those pop up things and a pop music up video. video. Yeah, pop up video. Is that what it was? Yeah. And there was some of them 
I had to write down they were so ludicrous. One of them, when we first meet Keisha, is like, she's talking about, oh, it's about germs or something. And then this pop-up video thing came up and it said, da-da-da-da-da, has enough germs to fill a large soup can. I'm, I'm sorry. What kind of metric is that that we're dealing in? Large soup cans. It makes, it was bizarre from the beginning to the end of the show. The factoids were so disturbing. So uh, disturbing. Yeah. So we're going in between these three people and they're taking us through their daily lives. And eventually we find out sort of the story behind the phobia. Yeah. So we, who should we start with? We'll start with who we first meet, which is Keishas. And we see she's a woman that lives... By the way, at the end of this, I did decide that maybe we should all be germophobias because they all lived in beautiful homes. True. I was like, I mean, we get to Brian. He's driving a Bentley. He has a home. He has an apartment. I'm like, someone's doing very well for themselves. So maybe we should reconsider. Um, We meet Keishas and she meets the crew, which I love this. We got like the door cam of the crew arriving, TLC crew. And they're always English. There's always an English member on this crew. And it was the first crew member that was like, hey, all right, can I come in? And she says, we need to put on hazmat suits. So they first like clean their feet. And this is post-COVID because they reference a lot, you know, I was like this before COVID. So I was prepared. So this is very recent, this documentary, recently filmed. And um, they have to clean their feet in like a bleach solution. And then they put on booties and full on hazmat suits, this whole crew. And there is a term that Keisha uses, and I kept thinking, no, this is actually recent day. And I am not, I would not, certainly not say I'm PC police. I mean, I'm from England. So if you know English people, you know, we're we're, we're not too bothered about things like that, Ricky. Um, But she kept using the term spazzing out. And to me, that is very offensive. Oh, oh, maybe it's in America. What uh, can you explain why? Okay, So if you're saying spazzing out is something I said growing up, like in the 90s, you'd be like, oh, man, I'm like totally spazzing out here, whatever. And she kept saying it over and over again. And I was like, why are they not bleeping this? They bleep like ridiculously none of things I don't think are offensive. And they bleep this out. So spazzing comes from being spastic. Which is not a term you use because that was a you that was used for children or people that that dealt with mental um, health disorders. So, spat you would not say that in England anymore. That is that's offensive. And every oh. time you said it, I like cringed. I was like, oh, why is she saying that? Why is she saying that? It's like mm. calling someone like I. It's weird me even saying it because I find it so deeply offensive. But it's like calling someone a spastic. It's someone that's suffering from like maybe mental delay or something like that. It's so offensive. Maybe. Okay. Listeners. Sorry if I'm wrong here, but I didn't realize that. Like I would, if someone was like, oh, I'm being such a spaz. It might be a cultural thing, Kate. It might be just a cultural thing. I mean, I'll definitely look into if that's, if that's offensive. I don't want to be, not that I say that all the time, but I didn't realize it was like, might be a bit spaz. But maybe, yeah, even you saying that makes it go, oh, don't say Mm. that. That's weird. But it doesn't matter because it might just be an English thing, an American thing. It might just be completely different. But so she kept saying that all the time. And I was like, okay, all right. Um, So we meet her and, I mean, she is like, these people are very, very ill. Like, I'm not saying this to be funny. They really are ill. They, they, you have OCD, they didn't really go into the difference between OCD and like germophobia and things like that, but we see her and it's a level of cleaning. She says, I spend every, I spend all day cleaning, all day, every day cleaning. And we get her, she has four or five kids and these children says, my friends come over, they have to wear hazmat suits when they come in the house. And they had this found, found footage thing of the kids at 1am and they go, this is what our mum's doing. She's up at 1 a.m. cleaning the kitchen. That's not a well person, Kate. Yeah, and then she catches them and get out of my kitchen. You're going to make it dirty. And she wasn't kidding. She's not. 
some of the things I mean it's it's everything you kind of can imagine I mean she obviously there's no animal she just had these two turtles and I was really upset when she pulled the turtles out of the tank and started cleaning them but she did say she researched how to clean them with non-toxic it's all natural things that she uses to clean them like every other day but turtles don't need that um she is I mean scrubbing things from top of like the ceiling to the bottom of the floor all day, every day. And what we find out with these people, like when we meet Brian and Tony, is that they completely isolate themselves mm-hmm. because their illness gets worse and worse and worse. And as, as very much as TLC is is typical TLC fashion, it's a little bit like, blah, 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 she's quirky. And it's like, no, they're <laughs> very, very ill. Yeah, it's definitely having a negative effect because obviously she's not getting enough sleep and it's just completely taken over her time. Oh, absolutely. And the husband, and then you see the effects. What I did appreciate with TLC is that they they didn't even bother trying to get an expert in to like help them. Like I did appreciate that a lot. No, they're like, oh, look at these people. Well, good luck. (laughs) Let's just film them and put it on as a special. We're good. All right, move on. Cut. Um, but it's like the family, like she's married with kids and these kids are like, we're embarrassed constantly. We can't have kids come. We can't have our friends come over. She goes shopping and everything is something that will trigger her. So she goes shopping and she gets her, um, shopping, um, trolley, her car, and she brings plastic that she puts in all of the lining of the car. Then She brings disinfectant to just get vegetables and squeezes the the disinfectant on it and then puts it in the car and is wearing gloves and a mask and and a husband's trailing behind her. And I'm like, this isn't living, though. Like, she could never get on an airplane to go and travel anywhere. She could never get on a train to go even across the country. She's she's crippled by this. Absolutely. She says, I was ahead of my time with COVID. Nothing changed for me. And I think back to that time when we weren't really, when COVID first hit and we weren't really sure what we should be doing. And I remember wiping down groceries and things like that. And I can't imagine doing that still and having done that years before COVID. It was, it's just so, just so time consuming. It was. Yeah, it is. And it's, you can't have a job. She doesn't have a lifestyle. She, She can't go to a bar and have a drink. Because she wouldn't use a glass. Right. She wouldn't use. So I don't know. Like you're watching it. It's actually really depressing. They're trying to be like, whoa, look at this. And it's just like, no, this is this. These people, these people need to be institutionalized. I mean, that's the level that we get to at the end of this. Yeah. And it's it's a lot. And these poor kids and this husband, she goes into the um the she goes shopping. And she's in the supermarket and she's checking out and she wipes down all of the till, all, all of the register. She wipes down all of the 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 thing it goes on. I mean, it's just, it's, can you imagine how exhausted you'd be all the time? You'd be so tired. Just, I'm exhausted just doing basic level cleaning. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. It is, it's very very perplexing the children the ones that are suffering and it's just weird so we they touch on her then we meet brian now brian this guy got me a lot like okay so we meet him and he's a very good looking guy older guy very good looking and his wife's this barbie good looking as well so like this couple that you look at and you're like woo, you know they're they take care of themselves they work out a ton you can tell they really take care of their appearance and things like that and they have this gargantuan house by the way huge house he's driving a bentley he has three cars we find that out because he gets his car washed every day detailed every day every day he take he says i put one car in and then i leave and then i go and get the other one and then i so i rotate them i rotate them so they're getting cleaned every single day and it's we see him at the car wash. We're skipping ahead, but we see him at the car wash. And he's like, he's like, I go, oh, like, honestly, he's like, he sat there. And he's like, oh, these bubbles, those bubbles and the soap just makes me so happy. And I wrote down, he's definitely got hard on. Like he got so sexually excited by getting car washed. It was frightening. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, it's music to my ears here. Oh, and- so, so yeah. just clean, clean. So we meet Christy, the wife, and they have kids too. And they're in the kitchen, Kate, and they're like cleaning everything. And all I can think of is how does anyone get any work done? I don't know. And they're apparently getting some work done to have all of these nice houses. So I don't know. I guess it's the spouses doing most of the work and they're, but no, cause he had a, he owned a construction business. That's yeah. what I'll get. Well, we'll get to his assistant, yeah. which was, oh. he deserved an Emmy for her, her appearance in this. So Keisha's, yeah, I guess her husband must work because she was up till 1am cleaning the kitchen every day. Um, so we see Christy, this little Barbie doll, and then him, and they're they're cooking in the or doing breakfast, and he's just terrified. Like the kid, the his teenage boys who are disgusting anyway, but they're coming along and they're trying to make a sound. Everything's like cleaned up constantly, and he's going to the sink and he's rinsing everything and he's spritzing everything down. Then he's he don't leave anything there. He's like saying to the boys, "Don't leave anything there. Clean it up afterwards." He's like, "I won't have flowers in the house because then he lists like this type of toxin." He says, I will not have, I would never eat sushi. I will not have this. I will not have that. And we find out, you, you, like you say, you get the background. His father was evidently a brilliant man. He was like a PhD in in forensic, uh, or some type of, um, what science was it, Kate? It was oh, I have that written down. Phenomenal uh, job. Oh, I, oh, wasn't he a, I thought he was a pharmaceutical representative or something. No, it was bigger than that because he had a PhD oh. in it. Oh. And I was like, oh, a PhD in, ph- he was the head of a pharmaceutical company, but he had a PhD. In oh, right. So I was like, oh, okay, he was a scientist, like very, very smart man. Right. And he said he was brought up in a house that was very strict and about rules and cleanliness and things like that. Um, so we see him and then Christy, who just seems like she's definitely going online and chatting with someone that is probably going to end up in 90 Day Fiance because she's <laughs> like, I just can't. I just don't know what to do anymore. And he gets a laundry and he says, we work out all the time. Like you knew he was that type of couple as well. Like we work out all the time. So when we get a workout clothes, you know, they're really dirty. So you've got to spray them all down before you put them in the laundry basket. You can't leave them there. Then you've got to put them straight into the laundry. And it's just like so intense. He was leaving post-it notes all around the house of his wife of like, clean this, clean this, clean this. Uh. And we see, him, we see him going to his construction business. He evidently has a, he, so he drives out this gargantuanly big house in a big SUV Bentley, which is like the price of most people's houses. It's like a $200,000 car. And then he goes to his construction business. We meet Jane. Jane, the marketing okay. manager of his construction business, who's on the brink of tears. <laughs> The entire interview. We were watching her have a breakdown. We were watching a woman being interviewed during her mental health crisis. Bethany Frankel, this is a crisis. This is, let's get the t-shirts out. We meet her and she's probably, she's probably like late 50s, early 60s. Right. She's the only one that works, it appears, in this office with Brian. Brian has the energy of like, what was the guy that died of coke and <laughs> died of coke and alcohol consumption that did the um that did the made for TV? Oh, what was it? I know someone's screaming it right now. He did the white Billy pop- May. Billy May. Thank you, Billy May. Mm-hmm. He, it was like that energy of Brian. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, so we're getting this clean, everything in the so she, you see Jane, who is genuinely, guys, you have to watch her. She has tears in her, oh God, just fireworks outside my house, has tears in her eyes. And she's going to the camera, yeah, you know, um, he make makes us wear this every day. She just points to her face and she's got this full-on shield all over her face. And she makes us wear this all the day was even before COVID. And I also put she was possibly drunk. There was a mixture. <laughs> I would be, I would be at that job. She says that they have to clean the office four or five times a day. There, people are coming in and out, clients and things like that. And at all the shipments, he's wiping down. And she goes, Yeah, he asks me if I wiped them down. And I just say I did. <laughs> and then 
then he goes, well, our employees have fewer sick days and they're much more efficient. Imagine calling in sick to his office. <gasps> but there were, but did you see all the signs that he had up? He was like one of those, like a, um, I'm skipping on everyone's name. Plus that massive, like big headed six foot seven guy. It's worth millions of dollars because he gives self-improvement and life. Tony therapy. Robbins. Thank you. <laughs> he, it was like him everywhere in the office. Did you see the signs? They were like, no. be better, do better. It Ugh. was like like the 10 rules of life. Get up earlier than you should. Never lay in bed. Like it was just lists of stuff. I was like, he is terrifying. Jane, Jane. And she said she'd been there for seven <laughs> or nine years. Like she has Stockholm syndrome. I lo- she asked twice if you need help, Jane. It was the camera was on her and she was begging for help through her nervous breakdown while being a box of Franzia wine in. And we see her, there's a scene like they're filming her. They did this so well. They were filming her talking to the camera and she's like, I don't know. I just, you know, all the shipments and this is a day I dread. It's when they get, I guess, office supplies or deliveries maybe once a week, which seems excessive, but they get something once a week. And she's pulling the trolley down. He's like, all right, like jumping around with these these pants that are way too tight on him. And he's jumping around. He's like, all right, let's get these, let's get everything wiped down. They're cardboard boxes that he's going to throw away, but he's spraying it all down with gloves and a mask before he even opens them and he's doing that maniacally in the background and she's in the forefront of the camera just going i've been here like nine years and sometimes i ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How am I do it? But I don't. I mean, it was beautiful timing. This was my favorite scene. It was like some twisted, bizarro version of The Office. Or, it I don't was know. Brilliant. It was yeah. brilliant. Then we get him going to the toilet. So she's left because, but he will stay that you can tell she's left for the day. And his, he is just cleaning everything afterwards, the fifth time around, cleaning everything, computers. Oh, the backlight, the lights they put on the uv lights or whatever he shuts everything down to puts all those on to kill everything so she's finally finished with her day so she picks up her big gulp that's full of red wine she exits exits that building to go home and try and cope with her trauma and he's there running around, sort of spraying everything down. And then he's like, guys, you can come in with me if you want to come into work. Uh, come in here and see how I pee. See, because this is how you're supposed to do it. Do you know that, like, uh, you know, when you pee, when men pee, the majority of the urine will get splashed back up. But I have found a way. And you guys, you can stay in. The camera crew are backing away because he's about to urinate and get his penis out. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yes, they do pronounce it penis. Um, and they're like, uh, they're backing on. He's like, no, 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 no. You guys can stay. Because I figured out the way you pee is to the side. So he has this full demonstration of his whipping his penis out to pee at the side. So not in front of a toilet, but to the side. And he says, if you see this, see this, there, no splashback, perfectly done. He was so happy with himself and these poor cameramen were just like uh. oh man then we get a pop-up now kate you're gonna know who i'm talking about so we get a pop-up after this of saying the amount 60 percent 
of people don't wash their hands after going to the toilet, which makes me so ill. Now, Kate, you know what's coming. There's a friend of the pod. There's a friend of the pod, Kate's friend for many, many years, who now I'm very lucky enough to consider a good friend of mine. And she, when she, this, this individual comes over to my house, she pees with the door open, which I don't have an issue with. Like, that's not a big deal. I do that with my, my friends, not an issue. But we'll have a full conversation while she's peeing. Fine, not an issue. And I'll be in the kitchen and she'll, <laughs> she'll get up and she'll flush the toilet walk straight out then i'll say now did you wash your hands oh people always reminded me to do that and gotta love her i know she's outstanding individual but i have to remind and i am her mother at this point saying have you washed your hands every single time she comes into my house have you washed your hands uh i'm about to (laughs) wash your hands everyone if you go to the toilet wash your hands i my mom's been a nurse her whole life and so she was very uh adamant about always wash your hands uh i i I have it pretty ingrained but yeah (laughs) there are friends of the pod that apparently do not and i have no issue i've had full conversations with my best girlfriends while they're having full-on bowel movements and we are just completely having a conversation about the night but not an issue don't care about stuff like that but wash yes i know i know um so that came up and he but he was so proud of himself he's like yeah see see what i did then kate do you want to talk about the scene where he's literally jerking off the entire time about his safe space oh my gosh so then he takes us and he's like oh this is my special place i go here it's my safe space i feel so good i can come here and only i'm allowed here this man with his family and also rents an entirely separate apartment that is his place to wipe down to his heart's content he said nothing ever changes nothing's moved nothing's different because only i come in here and it's like going to the spa here's the thing if this was like food right overeating or under eating they'd be like you need to get into an institution like you need to be hospitalized this is not you're not well this man is very ill like this is not i i I, we're watching this and we're like everything's like i say i just i can't get over that these people we're watching we're going no this is really really awful this is not good and he says now now i can breathe and he like gets in and you see him and he's like this is yeah it. this is it this is it and everything is heartless and he's like i'm the only one that enters i'm the only one that exits and he's paying a full-on mortgage for this gargantuan monstrous house then he's paying a rent on an apartment just so he can breathe so he can go somewhere to relax and christy she's like yeah i have a lot of girlfriends who think it's odd that my husband has a separate apartment that he goes to sometimes but trust me he would never let a woman go in there. And even if she's there, there's no sauna for her to go in. Listen, A, do I believe her? Yes. But B, I also thought this is brilliant for cheaters. If only Tom Sandoval had thought of this. I know. It's a good long con for a cheater. It is a great long con for a cheater. Remember, what, remember this, is a, this is going back. Remember Bronwyn when we first met her on Real Housewives of OC and they had their like sex apartment that was really weirdly designed remember that yes i think that's because they were they swingers maybe they what no they just would do threesomes occasionally they weren't swingers. oh okay yeah. so i think maybe when they would bring a third in that's where they would go because they had this big family at home it was, it was like, yeah that was weird but you can you imagine kate that christy sat at home on a friday night right and she's like and she's got like these lovely grown-up boys i think they had like three kids or something and what happened, by the way, when they were changing the nappies of the babies, the diapers of the baby? He probably had nothing to. He was There's so he many layers to this. I mean, it's so weird. It's would he have even been in the hospital room when she gave birth? Probably not. Like, anyway, so she's these gorgeous grown-up sons going out living a life, and she's a good-looking woman, and she sat at home on a Friday night, being like, "Well, my husband 
is in his apartment where he feels safe. And that's okay. That's just what he does. I mean, that's their big thing. It's causing a lot of issues with their sex lives. I mean, just to sit in this 160 degree sauna before they get intimate. That's what she said. He makes me go in this to kill all the germs before we have sex. And then, you know, as soon as it happens, you know, and there he's uh, finished, you know, that. Oh, he's probably frantically getting up and wiping it all up and throwing the sheets in the dryer and spraying everything yeah, the, down. The, the sheets in the dryer, yeah, in the washer that he'd, con- he'd probably strip the bed. There's no postcoital cuddle no. in the dirty sheets. No. I don't know. I don't know, dude. It is really, it's really hard to watch. And then we see a last scene of him. I'm sure production, you know, forced all this, but this woman's ready to leave him. I mean, yeah. she really, it's, I, I could guarantee, I would put money that she's having an affair. I would absolutely put money that she's having an affair. He's making her spray down all her makeup every morning with yeah. sanitizer. Yeah, And yeah. he obviously provides a very good life with the amount of money, but he, she wants a man that's going to meet her in a dirty motel and have sex with her. And that's not what Brian's going to do. So no. I'm convinced she's having an affair. But then at the end of it, we see him, he bought red roses, which he sprayed down every leaf, he sprayed um, petal, he sprayed down everything and put them in the house, which made him deeply uncomfortable and bought her a ton of sushi, or I should say production, bought a ton of sushi. And he said, I would never, ever eat any sushi. And then he listed, he's educated. He's very educated in like the terminology and all these germs and stuff. He says, this is what happens. This is what can be in sushi, blah, blah, blah. And um, she comes in, she goes, oh, you did this for me. He's like, absolutely, I did this all for you. It's making me uncomfortable. But then he gets the sushi and then puts it in a frying pan and then comes back. It's just a life you would, it's mis- It's absolutely miserable, dude. It's so miserable. Yeah, I can't imagine living like this. I'm... Then talk to us, Kate, about Tony, our last lovely lady we met that my heart broke a little bit. The truck driver, right? Yeah. Uh, so Tony, uh, she tells us that she used to live pretty normally, but then she gradually became a recluse. And so mm-hmm. she has taken up being a truck driver, which is perfect for her um, lifestyle because she said, no one comes in here. It's my space and I'm on the road. And she cleans it for two hours a day or something. And this part I understood. She's like, I'm not bathing in these truck stops. And yep. I'm like, yeah, that's gross. I wouldn't want to either. So she has this kind of cool, like portable shower thing. Yeah. Um, and then she goes home and it's the same thing we've seen with all these people. She's scrubbing in like she's going to do a surgery and then scrubbing down her whole entire house um she says uh feels like germs are attacking her um what else was there about tony so so tony is 35 and as you say she's a truck driver and it's crazy like i started to go down you know i go down my rabbit holes one of them on youtube when it's not social catfish this was about a woman that had a vlog um about she's a young woman that was a truck driver and she had her dog on the road because they have a full thing in the back that it has like a bed and their compartment and it's not just to um carry and contain murdered hookers which most of us think it is it's actually like it's actually like a play it's actually like sorry sex murdered sex worker sorry kate jeez oh my god pc please um, but it's so it's like this whole area where they sleep and they have like they even have like little sinks and sh- all this stuff. So I went through a whole thing of watching this girl on the road with her dog for months on time. It was crazy. I st- I got into it anyway. Got out of it. Um, and um, so we see Tony that she has this and she has her whole thing set up and she says this is my containment. This is where I'm safe because I control all of this. And she named her truck. And truck drivers, by the way, earn a lot of money. And she says she's on the road for like three or four months. It's crazy. And so she feels safe. How would you get a relationship doing something like that? It would be so hard. So 
she says, when I finished and I come home to this lovely little house and she went in and it was spotless, but she went in and it just started. She goes, I wash my hands 80 times a day. And every, I do that for 20, at least 20 seconds every time. Soon as I wash my hands, I think about the water that is probably splashed off of that to other surfaces. So then I have to clean my entire kitchen. It it It's so hard. She says, I only eat microwavable food. And her freezer was just pristine, obviously, but just microwavable, terrible, just whatever food in there that she would just put in a microwave and eat. Because she says, I will refuse to eat off a plate or eat. That's another thing, the waste in this. I couldn't even watch the amount plastic cups and plastic this cake that was get, getting to me more than anything watching all of that and yeah. she opened her cupboard and she's like I only luckily some of her plates I did see were recyclable plates paper plates but she says I'll only eat off these that's all I eat off and um then she goes into her into her closet and she has like four pieces of clothing I mean it's like American psycho it's it's dark dude and she's it's sad because she says i want a partner and i want a family but she says i can't go on dates she says i'll talk to people online but i can't go and meet them at a pub or a bar how would she walk into a bar and drink out of a glass that she knows has been drunk out by thousands of people she's not going to do it she can't she says she can't even have a kiss because she thinks of the bacteria and it's so funny. I was, I was thinking of that and thinking of you and I last week when we were reviewing um, Royal Housewives of Orange County and Emily was drinking quite rightly out of Fisca, her Pomeranian's water cup. And you and I were like, yeah, of course we do that. And then I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she wouldn't even kiss a human. Oh, man. It was I, really sad for me, Kate. I know. And the other woman, I don't think we said... Yeah, she her reasoning, yeah, yeah, was very understandable yeah. to me. She said that when her daughter was about two years old, she went into her room to check on her, and uh, she wasn't breathing, and then um, got diagnosed with having seizures due to an ear infection. And so then she says germs could have killed my daughter Grace. So I do what I can to keep my home germ free and safe. And I was like, okay, That's... well, that makes sense to me that you would kind of start there and progress to this. That's a really good point. We didn't mention that. We found that like at the very end of her story. And th- she said she grew up completely, uh, if you want to use the word normal, but she didn't have the concern she did then. And then that you went absolutely got it. Like you yeah. just completely understood it. And you think, how did she know she luckily caught grace in time that she wasn't breathing she must have like just stopped breathing but she knew to go in she said i was doing cpr on her that is a trauma that does not go away yeah that isn't so you go i've got it and those seizures were caused to an ear infection that was from a jerk like all of this you go yeah i get everything i completely understand but therapy would also help her through all of that but that is a I mean, her daughter was, she was saving her daughter. She was giving CPR to her two-year-old. I mean, yeah, yeah, you get that. What was very interesting about Tony, she said it was her entire life. And that was really sad. She says, I remember being a little girl, a little girl at um, nursery school, and we would take a nap and I would see children drool. And it would, it would really upset me on the mat because they were then put away and not, it wasn't hygienic. So then I was told I was wrong and weird because I wouldn't sit on the map, mat. And you go, okay, see, that woman's been suffering from this for a very, very long time. I mean, washing your hands 80 times a day. I just want, I want, like, I know we've seen all these TLC shows before where they do get the experts in to, like, cure them or help them. And it can be really boring and annoying because nothing really gets done, but... I just wish we could have had like six months later follow up, something nice and quick that was like, they're all in therapy because this is yeah. terrible, Kate. It was. Um, 
before we wrap up with our ratings, I did want to say, I did a quick Google of that word just because I was like, did I completely miss that? This is so offensive. And I did, um, it, I saw this art, the first article that popped up is like Beyonce and Lizzo recently came under heat for having it in their songs, like their past, their most recent albums. Okay. And it says disabled advocates, mainly from the UK expressed anger. Uh, So I think, um, I think that it it is, and you're so right, but I think maybe a lot of people in the States like didn't realize it's just, it's just different cultures i mean you're yeah. just gonna see different things but, but so but, i will i will start saying it and i oh i, I mean i just want to say like yeah. i didn't know that but no yeah, absolutely yeah. it is it's just that just happens it's just different yeah. cultures it's things that we would say that in if it was uh you know in scotland they mean it so new zealand they wouldn't say it you know there's lots of different things it's just a cultural yeah. thing but yeah. that was a very interesting thing i i think it was only after te- more than 10 years in the united states that was the first time i realized oh i don't think americans think it that's offensive but yeah in england it's like oh um so pounds of learning for germophobia pounds. well the last thing i would just say on it very oh. quickly is just did you find that it just kind of ended yeah it was like and now we're having sushi and things are a little better done, done. was it yeah. oh oh okay okay yeah it was very odd the ending i think they wanted to see if it would go into something but i mean the fact that this must have been done in the past two years kate but it's not even on tlc excuse me tlc anymore it's obviously um must have done well i don't know it was too mm-hmm. the timing was probably very poor with um coming out of covid so pounds yeah. of learning guys you know that we came up with the idea of we have to rate all of this because the, the premise of this show this is our original show for our podcast is are we learning anything from the learning channel so we want to rate everything from zero to 600 pounds of learning as the most famous show, My 600 Pound Life. Um, Kate, I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give this 350, actually, because I did learn Mm. some things with this. 350. Yeah, I'll do 300. Okay, brilliant. So, guys, I mean, we're going to wrap up the show. Oh, no, we're not going to wrap up the show because, Kate, we have something very important today. We have to head on over to the Wheel of Shame. To the Wheel of Shame. (laughs) guys we are at our wheel of shame um i'm gonna i always ask you at this point kate like what would you like to see and i'm always kind of like i don't know what i feel like we've said for i think like two or three weeks now we want something spooky but i think something that would be also perfect with us speaking about um ufos at the top of this episode like there is there is a show on the Wheel of Shame called Finding Bigfoot. Oh. Yeah, paranormal activity. Yeah. Okay. That'd be something. Or Finding Bigfoot, Paranormal Emergency. We have Ghost Hunters, Finding Bigfoot. Oh, we have a lot here. Any any other requests, Kate, before we spin? No, I can't even think of what's on it anymore. That sounds good. Okay. I would, I'd be down with that. Guys, we're going to find out. As you know, we spin this in real time. We have no idea what we're going to get. We're going to spin the wheel. Three, two, one, spin. Come on, come on, give us. Wheel of Shame always give us, give us, gives us what we need. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We have, we have. Hey, I'm going to have, have to get you to, to research immediately. Okay. It has pulled up something that I've just put in as tattoo girls. So <laughs> I okay. I don't know. It's immediately knowing the genre. I'm thinking we are looking at a Discovery Plus or TLC show about girls that have just got tattooed like head to foot. And it's just about, oh, isn't this crazy? They have a ton of tattoos. Weird, right? um or maybe they are tattoo artists i yeah no what are we looking at <laughs> what's the show with kat von d la uh, LA i Inc. think it's like a bobo a bobo la it's a bobo <laughs> la inc what it's from 2017 there's one nice. season it's on discovery plus uh looks like yeah it's exactly that 
Okay. Well, we like 2000. 2017 is a good setting for us, you know, yeah. Yeah. mid to late 2000. Okay. That might be good. All right. So we, I guess we're going to do Tattoo Girls. It wasn't <laughs> what we asked for, but Kate, you, you, we have learned now after over a year of doing this, that, that the wheel of shame gives us what we need. In this moment, in our lives, whatever, yeah, whatever is going to help us give the listeners what they need. Exactly. It knows. It knows. It always knows. And we never go against the wheel of shame. So guys, next week we are going to be watching Tattoo Girls. If it's one season, Kate and I will probably skim around like a lot of the episodes. We might do like the first one, last one. So feel free to watch along because we don't know, guys. That's something if you ever wanted to reach out to us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com or on our Instagram at tenderlovingcarepodcast follow us but also you can always 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 dm us we love hearing from you it makes us so happy whenever like kate and i have you know obviously different time zones because she's in austin i'm in la and then sometimes i'll catch a dm or kate will catch a dm and be like oh this is so nice like one of our listeners has has reached out to us it makes us so so happy so if you ever want to reach out to us please do let us know um if you follow and watch along the shows that the wheel of shame selects or if you just wait for us to talk shit about them let us know we're always here we always want to hear it yes and if you are enjoying the show share a link to a friend this week that is super helpful we really appreciate that give us a five-star rating or whatever app you're on we would love that we have a lot going on with the potty we have our 90-day fiance recaps coming out on tuesdays we have our wheel of shame episodes wednesdays we are recapping real housewives of orange county right now at least until crappy lake comes out Exactly. and that's coming out fridays thursdays it comes out our episodes come out on a friday friday that's right so those come out friday the bravo episodes we also have subscription-based episodes um that you can either click on in the feed on whatever app you're using or you can go to patreon.com slash tender living care pod and we are covering all kinds of things on there that we know that you guys would be interested in it's stuff that we're interested in these are deep dives into documentaries supernatural or true crime celebrity type of things so fun kate and i are literally having a ball like kate will be texting me halfway through week being like this is what we need to cover like this is another insane documentary we found kate and i going to the archives like something that's coming up that kate texted me recently or last over the weekend i was like oh shit so just so you know guys we you know, our Patreon um, listeners, we love your subscribers. We list, we love you. And we were doing a lot of like Vanderpump rules and we were messing around with what we wanted to do. And Kate and I have now landed on this. And it just makes us so happy because we're finding these really obscure documentaries and just like knowing how passionate we are and how much we love to just kind of peel apart mysteries and oddities. And we're just having a ball. So please go and subscribe. As Kate says, you can go to our Patreon, just look in your feed right now and you'll see the episodes that are there and it'll say subscription only. Click on it. It's five bucks. It's five bucks. And you know, that five bucks for you may not, may be a lot, may not be. Um, If it's not and you sign up, thank you so much. And if it is a lot and you do sign up, thank you even more. Um, But it means a lot to us. It means that we can keep going and keep recording as much as possible. Because I mean, Kate and I, you know, we we work and we do all of this and we record sometimes four episodes a week and it's a lot of work and editing and social media and we love it all. So having people reach out to us and say, we support you and we love you, it just it it's, means everything. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.